Ah, guys, we're looking for your road trip games. Later today, we're doing that because road trip time. Hello. It's good family Got to do something more than just look at the screen while you're driving. I mean, not oh. driving. <laughs> right. <I'm sorry. laughs> when you're a passenger, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Those end up being some really good family times for us. Yeah. That happens on the road trips. Okay, so we're going to go there next hour. And Sam, you've got Father's Day gift ideas for us uh, coming up? Yeah, I do have a handful of father, And these are all techie-ish organ. I, the ones I really like are the techie ones. Yeah, So Sam. that's the ones I have for you coming Not up. Not an outdoors well, here's guy. what I'll do then. So whenever I do my list, I will do my best. That's going to be tough for me, though, okay, you Murph. know, to avoid tech. And we'll right. go like, you know, appliances, thing, outdoorsy and stuff. Right? Yeah, right? yeah. Food, foodie. Remember that box I got at Christmas? Was it called the bacon box? I don't remember what it was called, but that wooden box. Guys, that was the box. one that was, that was soaked in bourbon and stuff. Yeah, you well, could eat that some part of it. You could eat others. My favorite part of that whole story, Sam, is that somebody sent you that as anonymously, a female. Yeah. yeah. Was, was right. she a friend or was she trying to be more? No, it was a friend. I finally rooted it out and it was a friend. Okay. And, and nice. they weren't trying to like make inroads or anything. It was just, it's hey, really Christmas nice. time, thought of you, bacon, why not? Did you send a thank you? Yes. Good. Okay. I won't ask anymore, but that sounded sort of like a, hey. <laughs> Best way to his heart through was bacon. Exactly. I believe in that. Totally do. I'm kind of into you. Here's some bacon, bacon. jerky. <laughs> Big bacon box would work for dad. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I guess, not manly things, Sam, I finished all of This Is Us. Yeah. I finally yesterday watched the final episode of the second season. Okay. I'm happy to not binge it anymore, and I'm happy to join the rest of the world and just watch it. Yeah. Um, when it comes back in the fall. Right. Because I can't take more than that, more than once a week for that, truly. Well, you crammed it all, so that probably was a little harder <sighs> than doing it once a week. Yeah, that last episode was wonderful. And all yeah. the foreshadowing, what a great show. What a great show to binge. I and I they, still think Murphy won't like it. They so. did it right with after the Crock-Pot episode, and they kind of like every, let everybody have a chance to breathe. breathe. They weren't just beating us down right. those last few episodes. There was some nice. What's weird about this, Jody, is you are not saying I'm finished with the same enthusiasm that you had the entire time you were watching the show. With the, oh, my God. What's the dude's name that was all you know you were all about? Jack? Jack, yeah. yeah, right. See, for us non, you know, watchers of the show, you got to kind of specify. Well, I mean, I, that. I, I, you, know, I guess, you were all about Jack. I am all about Jack, and there's there's a lot more coming because this story really time travels, right. if you will. There's nothing else for me to know yet, so I'm not mm-hmm. as jacked up. I feel like I have a little closure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I jacked up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. First one of the morning. I'm going to let you in on this Stranger Things prequel that's in the works. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You may have heard or seen a headline about a Stranger Things prequel, and it's sort of true. It's true, but it's not in the way that you think. It's not like we're going to go back and see the mom and dad when they were kids, right. which would be fun. Which would be fun. Okay, it would be uh, fun, but that would be a whole different retro show, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're actually because because right. I mean, then all of a sudden now you got music from the 60s. what sixties or seventies or something. Yeah. No, the, the Stranger Things prequel is in book form. Oh. So, Random House partnering partnering with Netflix to bring us two titles. The first one will be released this fall, like just in time for the holidays or whatever. It's a big behind-the-scenes companion book called Stranger Things, World Turned Upside Down. <laughs> the official behind-the-scenes companion. So, for young readers, it's just everything. So, Wisdom. it's not really a prequel. It's just kind of like yeah. stuff. The other book that comes out in the spring is more of a prequel about Eleven's mother, but in book form. Oh. And how she became to be where she is right. and how 
Eleven was taken from her. That's all I'm going to say. Are the Duffer brothers involved with it? Or we don't they know They absolutely must be because it's Stranger Things. I mean, it's uh, the book it's publishing It's their concept, company. right? It right. is. It's all their own concept. They just are in bed with Netflix. Um, now we got to go. I cannot wait to share this with you guys. Um, you know that the first trailer for the new Halloween film is here, okay? And this is the original guy, John Carpenter, came back mm-hmm. to do it, and Jamie Lee Curtis came back. Yeah, I mean, your grandmother is Lori Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother who murdered all those babysitters? No, it was not her brother. That's something that people made up. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? What the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. Ah, you know that that... That's Jamie Lee Curtis, by the way. Yeah. That That is total retro, and that was my first ever horror movie. That, that might was the have first been one that too. I ever saw. That's, that's yeah. the reason that mask absolutely terrifies me. But what I need you to know is that the seven sequels that came, they decided to forget that storyline and scrap that storyline. And yeah. this one picks up where, well... Laurie Strode is an, a grandmother now, right. and then he has been, Michael Myers, locked up, institutionalized all this time, but he gets out, and it picks up that he is after her and her children Lovely. and grandchildren now. She's not using the Clint Eastwood line, get off of my lawn. She, she doesn't have to. <laughs> she's, ab- she's absolutely going to get to take him on, ba- right. basically. So act as if they'd never made these other movies in between, and this is the next one. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up next, Holly Clegg, trim and terrific with a Father's Day recipe. We are visiting with our friend, best-selling cookbook author, Holly Clegg. Hey, Holly. Hey, Holly. Hi, everybody. Hey. So you have a new book out, and it's perfect for Father's Day, which we're looking straight at. Um, It's The Guy's Guide to Eating Well. Right. A man's cookbook for health and wellness. This is something a little different in my Eating Well series. It's my focus on men's health and wellness and preventative health is what I should say. So, But again, my easy 30-minute recipes. And I heard Sam was eyeing one of the recipes in the book. Oh, yeah. I mean, you say fajitas and I'm there. So the the beef fajitas in a slow cooker so that I don't even have to deal with this. I just put it in the slow cooker and let it go all day. You got it. It's simple. It's made with salsa, chili powder, cumin, just your seed seasonings and throw in your flank steak or skirt steak or whatever, onion and assorted peppers. And, you know, the purpose of this book is wellness. So when you look at this recipe, uh, and most of the recipes are diabetic friendly, this one is gluten free. Mm -hmm. And of course, the peppers and bell peppers are loaded with vitamin C and antioxidants. And most importantly, this is one of the easy recipes in the books. You know, I have those sections, but I also have fix it fast and fix it slow. And fix it slow is a slow cooker chapter for all those out there that are too busy and want something a little different and who doesn't like fajitas i I gotta ask you too holly with this being a slow cooker does everything just fall apart the meat so it's really easy and tender yes 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 and then of course you have to go get your condiments of you know Mm -hmm. put in a little guacamole in there in Mm -hmm. fact i have a great guacamole recipe in the book as well so what do you serve these on? You get home, whatever, if you're doing this for dad all day, slow cooked, what do you serve them on? Right, and this is something even the kids could do for dad for Father's Day. The book's a great Father's Day gift. And I would serve it on either corn tortillas or flour tortillas. You can keep it gluten-free with your corn tortillas. Yeah. Wrap it up. Or, you know, you could even serve it in lettuce. Right? Oh, you need tortillas. Come on. You okay, do. Okay. I do. Yeah, this I, is, I was just trying to. This is Father's Day. Come on. 
Well, okay, I'm not Father's Day, right. And then we have a, a great pie in the book and under your summer recipes. Yeah. That would, you know, send it off. All right, check out a link to Holly's recipes for and this book, Guy's Guide to Cooking at murphysamandjody.com. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So I think I finally have the struggle that so many people have had forever, and I thought I would never have it. What's that, Murphy? <laughs> I'll share it with you next. I think Jody actually already knows. And with Father's Day weekend, I had uh, the gift that you might not want to give for Father's Day <laughs> as we tripped across in the After the Show podcast. Yesterday, uh, yeah. Can, yeah, that, that happened yesterday. You can subscribe uh, or just you know Google the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast and uh, catch up on your schedule. We do an After the Show podcast every day, by the way. Mm-hmm, yeah. Don't you miss that. Um, I just realized I'm struggling with something for the first time in my life that... It, most of my friends have. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody I know has. And I was like, oh, wow, that's terrible. I hate hearing that. Oh, you, know, it's, it's, you, couldn't it's empathize. you couldn't empathize, right. Murphy. I, I could not relate to, and this is about losing weight, oh. because I've never really had to do that. And it was a personal decision to drop about 25 pounds is what I'm looking to you know lose. As Jody can tell you, it's a guy thing. It's all one place. Right. Where is, where is it? It's, In the gut. Yeah, I, yep. I, a lot. Of, I guess a lot of men carry their weight that way. Murphy, you're the you're especially. That's the, almost the only place he carries weight, and yeah. maybe in the you know face a little bit. Uh, yeah. I just see mostly the, the stomach. Yeah. yeah, it just started with a couple of turning to you know and pro my profile. I'm like, you know what? It's time to do something about this. So I started six weeks ago, and you know, it is very very difficult. But getting through those first two weeks was enough to keep me focused mm-hmm. it's really weird as difficult as that was those first two weeks if i could just get over that hump mm-hmm. it seemed like i was able to stick to it and what i'm doing i'm losing about two pounds at a time right. i lost another three pounds last week <laughs> well and so week, it's gonna yeah. take, like it's gonna take me a little while to get to the goal i'm not trying to do some crash thing where i drop 15 pounds in two weeks you know yeah because that but, won't um, last a crash Ooh, it rhymes a crash won't last it's true yeah. you got to do it slowly yeah, but um, but it's just so weird because, I mean, I never, ever encountered that, and now I understand why it's so difficult for anybody to really stick to it, especially in those two, first two weeks where you think, I'm not going to be able to do this. Right, well, you <laughs> I am you have to... starving. You're going to be uncomfortable at first. You're yeah, going you to, to want more food. Even with exercise, you have to take in fewer calories. Oh and you gosh. know what? The first thing I discovered, Sam, that this diet does not even have uh, Reese's peanut butter king cup size anywhere. <laughs> I mean, nowhere does uh, this diet have anything. No, that's not true. Yeah. You could have it, but that'd be all you could have all day. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that'd be true. And the good we thing think. is, what you're saying too, Marvie, is after that two weeks, and now that you're, main, I guess, maintaining the two the pounds a week, it, it gets so much easier. Now that that's your routine, you know, here I am speaking, oh, it's so much easier for you, Murphy. But it yeah. does after a while. The maintenance is the part I'm going to have to really pay attention to, though. Mm-hmm. When I do reach my weight, because I don't want to go back in the other direction. Yeah, you so have fingers to do it for crossed, the one rest thing of your time. life. And we've been changing a lot of cooking at home for Murph. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, guys, Sam, you're up with your Father's Day gift ideas that you would dig, right? Yes, and these are all wireless. These are perfect. Right, both of you guys had the sort of assignment this week to help everybody with Father's Day gift ideas that dads would dig. So you take it away, Sam, today. The funny thing Start is, it off. In, in finding some of the things I am interested in, <clears throat> I found out a lot of these are wireless. Cool. Which I don't know if that means anything, but after having... Got the cord. Yeah. After having my, uh, my Philips Hue wireless light bulbs that are hooked to my Amazon Echo. Yes. 
It just, it's just. Sorry, I'm not excited enough. Blah, yeah, I was going to say, blah. Hey, don't use that line on your first date, Sam. <laughs> I did find these uh, Wi-Fi smart plugs. Now the the light bulbs are part of the Philips kit, and you got to have a little thing to go with them. A hub, what they call a hub. Yeah. But these plugs, it comes two in a pack for twenty bucks. You can just plug anything into them, and they and they route through your Wi-Fi. You can get an app for it, or you can actually hook these to your Echo or your Google Home and say turn off the lamp or whatever you want to call it or turn off the toaster okay if you're running those dads would like it got it yeah well you might want to be careful about a toaster being plugged into it make sure you you know something besides a lamp because i got that covered with the phillips hues but there's other dads may not so basically what you're saying it remote controls anything you can plug into anything you want to plug into it yeah tv boom you can do it that way too uh wireless ear pods now i found these because you know i have an ipod and, yes. and, and the AirPods are what they are. They're like 160 bucks. Wow. So, you know me, I'm going to go save a penny or two here and there. I found nuts and Bluetooth, they, and they look just like the AirPods, the little white sure. cordless ones. And these are only 30 bucks. And they're good. And they're good. So they have great reviews on these. So and they work, do they work with your iPhones since the newer yeah. iPhones are yes. cordless? And, they, and these actually okay. work with the Galaxies, too, if you want to try it on, on you know, yours. Everything that you can imagine is available. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And Murphy, Crazy. I'm not sure if you have one of these or not. I think. For some reason, you may have told me you have this, a wireless charger for your Galaxy. I do. I tried them. I've stopped using them. Okay. What's the reason? Well, and that's just my experience. And I don't want to say that other people probably don't have the experience I've had. My phones eventually would stop working because Mm -hmm. something would overheat in them. And so I just stopped using the wireless charger. That doesn't mean that other people shouldn't. It doesn't mean that the technology hasn't improved. This means that you're a hot mess with that. But yes, I do have one at home and they're very cool because, and they kind of don't work through some of the cases depending on the type of case you have too. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, I found one that you can use the iPhones on, but you know, if you get a Murphy and it doesn't work or it heats up. You may want to avoid that one altogether. (laughs) Anyway, these are all at murphysamandjody.com if you want to check them out. Cool. We'll do this all week. Thank you, guys. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. It's young love in Hollywood. Ariana Grande got engaged last night. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Uh, Let's tell you about some young love. Ariana Grande announced late last night on her Instagram story that she is engaged. Like, who is she dating? Uh, she's dating the guy from Saturday Night Live. Right. They've Pete only been Davidson. Dating for like two month. weeks. They've been dating a few weeks. They got they started dating in May, soon after they both ended long term relationships. Yeah, they both broke so, up and she was on the show and they yeah. hit it off. I hate and, to say the words, but it's a rebound relationship. But they're really happy. Apparently, they're best friends, very supportive of each other. According to friends, perfect for one another and they're really excited their moms have met their families are excited for them and they're way in love well wish them the best ariana grande and pete davidson are engaged now the other little word is that they're not going to turn around and get married in a month right even though they got engaged quickly they're looking forward apparently to a long engagement so we'll see what happens didn't she meet him on the set of snl i want to say they met in new york and it's like Oh, this guy's funny. I'm I in think love. She was the performer one week. Right. That's where they met. That's a fast Hollywood love story. Well, okay. Scarlett Johansson met her current boyfriend there, too. He's one of the guys yeah. who hosts Weekend Update. Isn't that funny? That's yeah. a hotbed right yeah. now at, over at SNL at NBC. Okay. Um, in the world of entertainment, you know we have a lot of remakes and reboots. 
Steven Spielberg set to bring back um, a new remake of Arachnophobia, the 1990 why? comedy horror starring Jeff Daniels and Good- John Goodman. Okay. I don't know why, but both of those guys, let's have them back. Yeah. Why not? And so, you know about Paul Hogan reprising his role. No. In the very excellent Mr. Dundee is what they're calling it. They're making another one? Yes. That's a knife. Ah, the la- the most recent Crocodile Dundee was in Los Angeles, and it came out in 2001. So that's yeah, actually, 16, the most recent years. was Crocodile Dundee's son, com- the commercial that they uh, faked for the Super Bowl. Those are some reboots and remakes yeah. that are coming, like it or no. Mm. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55, what you've been hearing about the, the Stranger Things prequel. It's true, but I'll break it down for you. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Like us on Facebook and follow along on Instagram. We love to connect with you that way. Coming up later this hour, uh, want to hear from you on what you do in the car, road trip games in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, car Those time car time for our family, Murphy, is has turned out to be unplanned, but very special. Um, what do you do? We normally crank up a ton of great music. Everybody gets a turn with what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And then the girls will break out the ukuleles and yep. play. The driver actually gets a, uh, the double vote, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, you do, When it comes Mark. back to me, I get to choose again. <laughs> or I'm going to pull this over. <laughs> yeah. This time we won't stop and get fried chicken, though, while we're trying to drive, though. Oh. This time. That was our last road trip. Yeah. Well, I'm on a diet this time, so you're <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we have started doing this thing. I have the, yes, the, the plug, the USB plug that plugs into my phone. That's right. a charger, but it also goes into the radio. To the back seat, right. It goes right into the radio. And so we all take turns plugging it in. Me driving, I don't do all finagle all that, but the kids, each of the three little kids will take it and plug it into their phone and they they get to play a couple songs. Yeah. Some of it's new that we don't know that they want to introduce everybody to and other ones we sing along with. Why can't you just have everybody connect with the Bluetooth and avoid the cool? I don't have Bluetooth in my car. Oh, okay. That's what you get with riding, Sorry, with, riding with Murphy. You get the uh, alternate solutions. Yeah. I'm driving a 1987. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, know what, you know one reason One reason that I'm so interested in what road trip games you play in the car with your family? Number one, I love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Put the devices down and spend that. You're trapped in a car anyway. Spend that time together. But remember, I told you I didn't go on a lot of vacations <laughs> when I was a kid. Don't laugh, Sam. I'm not, I'm not. We, I literally remember getting in the car once for a long family <laughs> vacation, and we didn't play games. <laughs> Not that was I that recall. by order of the driver? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, there was a lot of country music. Even, there was a lot of, you know, quiet. <laughs> I was going to say, at least you had music. Even if you don't yes. play the games, there's usually music and conversation. And we didn't get but, to you know, choose the music But the either. road trip games are fun. I mean, we did the whole thing about, you know, spotting letters in a sign and going yeah. through the alphabet. And the, yeah. the license plate game and the, you know, different makes and models of the car game. You yes. Know? So we're going to celebrate road trip games all week long. Let us hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. We'll do that this hour this morning. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You know, we always love to share our favorite moments from different commencement speeches. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Mindy Kaling did one of the, to me, one of the most different and out there of all when she uh, addressed the crowd at Dartmouth. Almost said it wrong. That's Dartmouth, next. Yeah. Another commencement speech went viral yesterday, and I think Murphy was smitten, right? Well, I mean, Minnie Kaling, who is in Ocean's 8, um, which also you know opened up over this past weekend. She also went brought back the world the Mindy Project, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went back, uh, she went back to her alma mater, which is D- Dartmouth. And, you know, she's a single mom. 
And I didn't realize that she, and she said this in the speech, by the way, she's 38 years old. Mm-hmm. I, she just looks young to me. You know yeah. what I mean? I thought she was younger than that. But anyway, she was going to impart the usual wisdom that yeah. they do at these, uh, at these commencement speeches. And several of them were pretty, were pretty different. But Sam, I immediately thought of you just because some of them were, you know, a little bit <laughs> sarcastic and funny. Yeah. Well, the Mandy's a one, comedian too. So yeah. Yeah, she is. Um, so her first piece of advice to these graduating, you know, students: remove the proficient at Microsoft Word from your resume. <laughs> she, says, yeah. she says, "Really, you're totally. scraping the bottom of the barrel of competency." Here's how you become proficient at Word: you open Word on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so true. I guess it's true. There's still a lot of people that do, yeah. do that. Um, most of your post college life is about filling out forms. Get ready. Nobody knows what most of the forms mean, but W twos, W fours, and ten ninety nines. You're going to start filling those out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The third one I thought was pretty funny, which is this. Three. You never need more than one pancake. Trust me on this. Cartoons have trained us to want a giant stack of those bad boys, but order one first and then just see how you feel later. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) And that just sound advice because... That made me think, you know what, God, when I was in college, I thought I could eat everything yeah. all the time, right. you know? Kind of tough to do uh, later on. You guys see what she said to them about self-confidence? This is huge. This is for anybody, but especially someone about to enter that part of their lives, that world. Mm-hmm. She said, I was literally sitting where you are sitting. And she said, I just kept whispering to myself, why not me? Why not me? Yeah. She's like, don't listen to anybody telling you can't do something, especially yourself. Why not you? Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good from a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that—that's what—that's what made the speech so great is that she blended the motivational, the very practical advice with with the funny. Look, yeah. she did. Yeah. She did a great job on that. The most important, actually, is one that I want to share with you next. It has okay. to do with guys, us guys specifically. But she said uh, everybody needs to make sure that you buy a toilet plunger. <laughs> the worst time to, uh. to realize you need one is when you don't have one. Amen. And you need See, yeah. she needs so, she needed a laugh right there. Let's do the guy right. one. Let's do the guys and dating one next. Murphy loves a good commencement speech, and rightly so. And so we com- all do. Yeah. yeah, comedian. They're inspiring. You know, I mean, they um, usually there's a good takeaway, and usually when it's a celebrity doing it, there's a lot. Of, it's there's a lot of funny. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's know? pressure. They know they know it's going to live online after. And so yep. comedian Mindy Kaling did a really good one this weekend, and it went viral well, and- yesterday. Yeah, it went viral yesterday, and I, I guess it lined up with the fact that she's you know in Ocean's Eight right now, yes. and this is also her alma mater at, at Dartmouth, and so she gave five really big pieces of advice, and we shared four of those just a minute ago. In case you missed those, you can go back and catch those on the podcast. Um, but one that really jumped out, which I thought was it's good sound advice, me too. But it was yeah. also interestingly of our time, current, not really political, but current. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just uh, mm-hmm. it, it, in. Just an interesting piece of advice for guys. This one is just for guys. When you go on dates, act as if every woman you're talking to is a reporter for an online publication that you are scared of. (laughs) One shouldn't need the threat of public exposure and scorn to treat women well, but if that's what it's going to take, fine. Date like everyone's watching because we are. Yep. <laughs> Boom. Isn't that something? Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. That's a much more stern way of putting it than my grandmother or, or mother ever did. You know, the advice was to be a gentleman for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. But that's it's, exactly that. I was the way I was always supposed to treat any girl that I was right. asking. It's date, correct you know? for our time because everyone is watching, which is overwhelming. It's too much. We're in this culture of too much information. And, you know, almost nothing you do is can be really private unless you live a more private life um but uh, yeah 
it's perfect advice for her because she's also not being ugly or accusatory of anybody. She's just throwing that out there and hopefully you'll take it because we all know even before social media was such a force in our lives, we all know you could have dated someone and had a bad experience and then five years later they show up in your office and you're working with them on a project. It happens. Like oh, you world. don't mean just showing up? In that <laughs> they have to become a coworker. Yeah. I see. Right. Remember yeah. me from five years ago? Yeah, it's a smaller world than you think. Yeah. So everybody does matter, and the way you treat everybody ma- it matters, whether it's professional or personal, because those those lines can't get crossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but she's great. It was a great commencement speech, and we've got it linked for you at murphysamandjody.com so you can see it too. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Right, we want to be in the car with you. What road trip games do you play in the car with your family? Okay, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming to you next, Lauren. So take us along in your car with you. We want to know what you and the family do if you play road trip games in the car because it's that time of the year, baby. 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Lauren? I'm great. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having a show that a family can actually listen to in the car in the morning. Oh. My little girl loves you guys. I do. So Good. Thank you, thank you thank for you. saying that. That's the goal. Yeah. So I want to share some games that we play in the car not only when we're traveling, but sometimes just to a restaurant. Right. <laughs> um, we call it Guess What I'm Thinking Of. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so <laughs> person, whoever goes first, you choose a category, maybe ice cream, restaurants, um, right. stores, whatever. And, um, you know, each person takes a turn and you have to guess what it is. Right. Um, so she loves that one. And then the next one that we play is a spin on the ABC game. Did you guys play ABC with billboards growing up or signs? I never did. Okay. Well, my brother and I used to play, when you would drive past the signs, you would try to put them in order of ABC. Right. Um, Which we play that still sometimes, but then we also play the ABC game with categories. So maybe it's, again, animals or restaurants or celebrity names or whatever. Yeah. Um, and each person has to guess, you know, something relevant to that category in alphabetical order. So those are our games. That's fun. I remember those doing are- those type of games when our girls were little. I should bring yes. them back. Yes. I should um, totally bring them back. It's so easy, I think, mm-hmm. to give them a phone sometimes. Yeah. There's just always so much more laughter. And often it leads to, you know, someone getting stuck on a letter. And mm-hmm. we have to explore together and really yeah. you know, think hard or get creative or make up a silly animal because there's not one. <laughs> right. But, you know, yeah, it's human um, interaction. Yeah, and they hard. crave that, Lauren. They crave human interaction. They need more of it. Yes. That is a much better game than we used to play as kids, which is, what, you know, where our, our dad would see how long we could go before we had to absolutely stop for the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we call that, one, we call that one the exit game. We can make a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 877 msj Let us know about your road trip games. Carly, you're next. 877-310-4675 to jump into the conversation anytime. We love to hear from you. Uh, we want to hear about your road trip games. Hello, Carla. Good morning. Um, when I was young, my cousins and I, we used to take trips, and it, um, we would look at license plates. It was always about the last three numbers of the license plate. Uh-huh. And the first number you had to, like if it was a one or a five or whatever, mm-hmm. that's how many animals you had to name. <laughs> Uh. And the second number, wow. the second number 
was you have to give the month, uh, whatever month of the year it was. Like, say it was a five, you'd have to say May. May. Yeah. And if it was a zero, everybody in the car would, car would just yell, goose egg. <laughs> and Man. then on the third one was how many things you had to tell about yourself. It was really cool because um, we got to know so many really neat things about each other just because of yeah. the things that we had to to yeah. tell. Did everybody do this for, for every yeah. license plate or did y'all like one person would take a plate, the next person would take the next plate? We that's how we would do it. Nice. One would take one, one would take the next. There's a real difference in that kind of activity and then just getting in a car oh, yeah. and looking at a device. I mean, there's something to be said oh, for what it does for your brain. I'm all for hands-free and kids putting devices down as much as possible. Ugh. Well, I remember my cousin um, divulging to everybody who we all thought she was just, you know, the one that had it all together. Mm-hmm. And when it came to the one where she has to tell about herself, she goes, I'm really afraid of the dark. Mm. And everybody just was like, what? And so that sparked this really cool conversation from yeah. everybody of, you know, what they do to handle things that they're afraid of. So, I mean, it was like therapy. It was just good. It was good for discussion and it was good for to pass the time. She probably needed to get that off of her chest with people she trusted. And of course, she turned the light off next time she was in the room alone, right? (laughs) The brother hit around the corner or something, you know, over Uh, (laughs) You're a mess. Anyway, I just wanted to share. Y'all think about it. Carla, you're the best. I, I think I might like yours just about the best. (laughs) <laughs> have, well, good. Have a great day. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. We appreciate the share on that. And you know, the funny thing is, Jody, when you're talking about putting on screens, you know, those screens don't make memories. That's the kind of stuff that lasts, right? Oh. It's the interaction. It's the, I mean, that's Quote. what a vacation's about. You want to be able to talk about it forever. Quote of the day. Screens don't make memories. 877-310-4MSJ to give us a call. Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Stranger Things is getting the prequel treatment. We'll tell you about it. And mm. Incredibles Two is here this week. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You may have heard or seen a headline about a Stranger Things prequel, and it's sort of true. It's true, but it's not in the way that you think. It's not like we're going to go back and see the mom and dad when they were kids, right. which would be fun. Which would be fun. Okay, it would uh, be fun, but that would be a whole different retro show, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're actually because because right. I mean, then all of a sudden now you got music from the 60s. what sixties or seventies or something. Yeah. No, the, the Stranger Things prequel is in book form. Oh. So Random House partnering partnering with Netflix to bring us two titles. The first one will be released this fall, like just in time for the holidays or whatever. It's a big behind-the-scenes companion book called Stranger Things, World Turned Upside Down. <laughs> the official behind-the-scenes companion. So for young readers, it's just everything. So Wisdom. it's not really a prequel. It's just kind of like yeah. stuff. The other book that comes out in the spring is more of a prequel about Eleven's mother, but in book form yeah. and how she became to be where she is right. and how Eleven was taken from her. That's all I'm going to say. Are the Duffer brothers involved with it? Or we don't they know absolutely must be because it's Stranger Things. I mean, it's uh, the book it's publishing It's their concept, company. right? It right. is. It's all their own concept. They just are in bed with Netflix. Yes, they are. All right, guys. Time to move, though, to The Incredibles 2, which will be at the box office this week. Help me bring supers back into the sunlight. Change people's perceptions about superheroes, and Elastigirl is our yeah, best. That's player. better call Saul there. Yeah, you recognize that's Bob yeah. Odenkirk. But um, the Incredibles two. First of all, this is a fourteen-year wait we've had for this movie. Um, 
Is it going to be worth it? Well, it depends on the critic. A mm-hmm. lot of critics are loving the storyline of Bigger Adventure than last time. But basically, the two, you know, mom and dad, Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl are not together as much. Yeah. And that's the best part. That when they're all together bantering, that's the best. Yeah. And they're not together as much because this time the roles are a little reversed and Elastigirl has to go She takes save care of the problems. And, and, and handle everything. And dad he is stays like, home with the kids. He's struggling, yeah. you know, and those relatable things. Things about a sleepy dad, a sleep-deprived dad. Luckily, um, Frozone comes in to help. Yeah, and wait, they picked <laughs> up, this is 14 years, they could have done anything, they picked right up. Jack-Jack is still a baby, uh-huh. so they picked right up for you. I'm totally yeah. looking forward to it, even though critics say it falls short of the first, still worth it. Yeah. I believe it. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30, Young Love in Hollywood, Ariana Grande got engaged last night. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. If you've got a snacky daddy, we've got something for you. we got a lot for you, actually. Um, at murphysamandjody.com. It's also on our Facebook page. Snacky Daddy Recipes. Mm-hmm. Re- and you're doing this really for Father's Day, right, Jody? Of course. Jody? Of course. Um, you know, I learned early on to make stuff for my daddy. It was yeah. a special little thing that I could do just for him. Um, and I loved to make things for him. You understand you that he like? passed away before I really learned how to cook. And it kills me because I could have cooked yeah. for him and rocked his world. And I never got a chance to do that. You are a very good cook. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I mean so what that. kind of things did you used to make for him? Um, it's it's lame. I have to admit. No, it can't be lame. Okay, fine. I'll tell you. But I just want to say we have some really good Snacky Daddy recipes online, like Sam's Firecrackers, my seven layer. Oh. Lay- yeah, yeah, yeah. Golly, I forgot about my those. My seven layer bars are mix yeah. with a twist. You can throw all kinds of dark chocolate M&Ms in there, you know, knowing what your daddy likes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a lot of good recipes in one spot. One thing I remember making for my dad, and this is lame, I say that because I was a little girl and I didn't really know how to cook. He wanted me to start learning how to cook. Well, I was fascinated because we had just gotten a microwave. Okay? And um, don't make fun. There were these well, cakes. As long as it wasn't bacon on china with the silver lining, you're okay. That's dangerous. No, no, no. But um, they, they <laughs> were... Everything possible you shouldn't you put in the microwave. You know how they're making those little cake in a cup things now at the yes. grocery stores? Well, they were making cake in the microwave things, and it was a cake mix, and it came with its own little tub container that you'd put the mix in, and uh-huh. you'd bake it in the microwave, and then it would come out and be warm, and i put icing on top. And I would make him a little cake. And sure enough, he liked it. He loved it. But at one point when he said, you you can learn how to make a real cake, you know. And he he wasn't trying to say that to be, but but it didn't, it wasn't supposed to be discouraging. This is good and all, but you could make a real cake. No, he knew that I could learn how to actually cook. And he was just pushing me in that direction. That's all. But that's sweet. There's nothing lame with that. Uh, you I know, know. A cake that your daughter makes, I would eat that all day long. Well, I I'm know. on a diet. But, you know, <laughs> so anyway. I would still have a bite. The way, this is a good way to get the kids involved in something they can do. Go to the grocery store, you know, get the ingredients and let them make daddy something, okay? Check mm-hmm. it out, murphysamandjody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Speaking of Father's Day gift ideas, uh, so Sam and I are going to split this up into in yeah. two different idea lists. Sam's going today. Mm-hmm. Got some wireless stuff for dad you'll love. Coming up next, though, Michael Myers is back. First trailer for the Halloween reboot is back, and it's almost like those sequels never happened. I'm telling you, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this. Uh, we have it for you next. 
Murphy, you'd said something earlier when I was telling you in The Hollywood Outsider about the new Halloween movie coming out. It's a reboot of the original 1978 Halloween movie, which we all know. You said that was your first horror movie. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Yeah, I went and locked myself in the closet for two weeks after. But, you know. I have to tell you, I think it may have been mine as well because I am terrified of Michael Myers and the mask. He That mask, the way it just hangs there. Yeah, and it's a isn't it a Shatner mask? That's it's been a Shatner mask. Yeah, that they cut up and put it on, put it on the character. Yeah, it works. And put on one of those work suits, and I'm I'm running away. But you know what? It was my first movie horror movie, but I didn't see it in the theater. I okay. saw it on VHS. What eventually became HBO. No, it was, oh, okay, it was okay, on okay. HBO. If Mister Rogers was in that suit and had that mask on, I'd still run away from it. What kind okay. of idea is that? I'm sorry. I, that, I'm just telling you how scared it is to me. How scary. Yeah, please don't give any Welcome director that idea. Won't you come okay. into my neighborhood? Here's the, <laughs> awful. Here's the deal. Um, remember, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. It was 40 years ago. Okay, yeah. and then they've been all these. There have been all these sequels after it. Like he's still out or whatever. Yeah. They decided to get together and do a reboot. John Carpenter came back. He directed and co-wrote the original. He's back as producer and composer. Jamie Lee Curtis is back to reprise her role as Laurie Strode. She's kind of like a shotgun-toting grandma now. Here's a little bit of the trailer. Yeah, I mean, your grandmother is Laurie Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother who murdered all those babysitters? No, it was not her brother. That's something that people made up. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? the hell did you do that for so i can kill him Ah. there she is there she is Lori's Ah. back Lori's back and it's as if those other you know incidents where he was terrorizing the people in that town didn't exist and he's been institutionalized all this time but somehow he's back (laughs) and he is going to bother her her daughter and granddaughter I was wondering, I was going to say, why did she wait so long to protect everyone in the city? <laughs> it's been 40 years. Come on, lady. <laughs> wait, wait, you just gotta... <laughs> get rid of him. But if he was just institutionalized, Guys, I get it. I've always said I don't want to see a horror movie in the theater ever again for the rest of my life. But this comes out in theaters this year, October 19th. Look for it. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Right, it's Young Love in Hollywood. Ariana Grande is engaged. Oh, a quick relationship here. Yeah, you had to think, who's she dating? You may not have even caught it because it's been that fast. She met Pete Davidson on the set of SNL recently when she was a musical guest mm-hmm. in May. He's one of the SNL not ready for prime prime time players. players. Right. They hit it off right away, and they have been pretty much inseparable since they met. Now she had just been she had just come off a very serious long term relationship, and so had he. Mm-hmm. So they're a rebound relationship, but everybody around them says, "Wow, perfect fit, very happy together." So they announced it last night from Disneyland, and <laughs> she was uh, in, on her Instagram story, yeah. "We're engaged," and she's super excited. Apparently, the families have met, and those close to them say. They're happy, and they believe it's the real deal. Don't look for a long... Don't look for a wedding too soon. Right. But a long engagement. Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson engaged. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. And we still would love to hear uh, what road trip games or just things that you do. Maybe you got some family tradition on the road. 877-310-4MSJ. Or, or you can share it on our Facebook page. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, one thing about being on the road, Jody, that I've always loved that I'm having to change now that I'm kind of on this diet thing or watching Oh, I know. It. Convenience stores. 
Murphy. I mean, I'm, I love. That's been one of my favorite things. Stop, get a snack. That's what I do, you know? When Daddy um, wants, goes into the convenience store, the girls start betting he's going to bring us this or that because he yeah. always comes back with yeah. a bag of treats. But, yeah, I think you're going to be proud of me, though, Jody. The other day, I walked into a convenience store. I was just getting a, a, I was getting a, a bottle of water. Nice. And as I'm walking out, I'm checking out. I'm like, wow, that's something I can have. And at the cash register, they actually had a basket of fresh bananas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're can the you one believe- that gets that stuff. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Right. They've always had that sweetness. See, I've they, never noticed they that. They have it at coffee <laughs> shops. Now. They have it at convenience stores, and rightly so. We're trying to teach our children uh, to make those kind of choices. I've always wondered who gets the banana at the convenience Somebody store. Somebody who's on a diet, that's what. Yeah, well, it was, that was me, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> so you did get a banana? I did. <laughs> All right, good. Look at you. Big cup or banana? That was a hard one. <laughs> Uh, in case you missed it, as expected, International House of Pancakes, they added the oh. B, and it was burgers. But it's and not it, called IHOB. It's International House of Burgers because they've... For a day? Or? Uh, it's going to be a temporary thing. Got they're, it. They're not, the president of the company says, yeah, we'll go back, but it's just kind of to bring attention right now yeah. to their new marketing line of steak burgers. But of course, that didn't hold all the other burger joints from having oh. a little fun with this one on Twitter yesterday. Oh, oh, oh okay. Wendy's, it's spelled pretty. <laughs> okay. Also for Wendy's, we don't want any, uh, Wendy's uh, said, it's not really, we're not afraid of the burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard. Oh, ouch. And IHOP Real. came back with, we don't want any beef with you, we want to share our beef with the world. Oh, uh, okay, that's nicer. But... What a burger. As much as we love our pancakes, we'd never change our name to what a pancake. <laughs> And Moon Pie. We've worked hard for 100 years to get people to remember our name. So if it's cool with everybody, we're going to stick with Moon Pie. Thank uh, you. Making fun of each oh, other. And did you see the, uh, the Twitter account for Burger King? They changed their logo to Pancake King. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's where social media is fun, right? <gasps> Just because the show stops doesn't mean the show stops no it's after the show after where the we show hang out a little bit longer we've been sharing road trip games that you play with your family mm-hmm. but i gotta tell you guys uh something that murphy does on every road trip that makes it actually start off for us for our family a little bumpy we'll do that after the show